today on Astro Zero Twitter Spaces, I have a good friend of mine. He has a very cool collection. It's a one-on-one pop art NFT project, and it's called Coin Laundry. So I want to welcome you here. Have a lot of questions about your project, and uh, yeah, tell us a little bit about yourself, about your background, maybe a little bit of a backstory, and uh, what made you decide that you wanted to do an NFT project with washing machines. <laughs> All great questions. Uh, first off, thank you for having me. Um, I'm really excited to be here. Thank you to everyone listening down there. It's a, it's a lot of people. Um, a little bit about me. My name's Jason. I'm a Midwest, I say, artist by choice and a chef by trade. I've been working in food service for about 20 years now. Prior to that, I was in art school and Art school is really expensive. They don't tell you that when they start. Well, they do, but you don't believe them. And I got three years in. I was a sculpture major with a minor in illustration. And three years in, I ran out of money. And immediately after dropping out, I started cooking professionally. Um, As far as my art goes, I'd never really stopped creating. I just kind of shifted focus. Um, my, my like native medium for, for years and years and years has been spray paint. Uh, I stopped painting walls <laughs> as it were when I had my children, uh, cause I could not afford to get caught anymore. Uh, so I moved to canvas and somewhere around, we'll fast forward to pandemic. Uh, I didn't stop working as a chef. Uh, work obviously just slowed down. So I started creating more and opened an Etsy shop to kind of supplement the work that I was not getting. And then ended up getting a second job in, in the industry, working at a barbecue joint. And that second job, all of my income from that second job went into the stock market starting around... I don't know, March, April, March, April, May of 2020. Uh, I was starting to look for the future. Um, getting older. I'm 38, but I'm not getting any younger. So working in a kitchen for the rest of my life was starting to, starting to not feel like a good choice. So I started investing and trading to kind of build a nest egg because if anybody knows, anybody out there in the hospitality industry, we don't really get benefits and we kind of just work till we die. So retirement up until this year has been something that I hadn't even thought of or even considered being a thing. So that's why I started investing. And I'm sure plenty of you have noticed that around that same time, March 2020, the stock market was not the healthiest and also probably the most fraudulent it's ever been. And being in the the, the Twitter financial community, FinTwit, if you will, um, it was really toxic and really stressful. Um, everybody's trying to get up and kind of fight these corporations, I guess you could say. Um, I was really into the Occupy movement. My my parents lost 
almost everything they had in 2008 and that affected me greatly. Um, although I was, I was out of, moved out of the house by then, it still, it still shook me in a way that it's hard to recover from. And I realized that the whole retail trader revolution was, it was a pivot in the Occupy movement. Like, and I'm like, punk rock as hell so doing the most damage you can inside the system is probably the most punk rock thing you can do so i just started you know being in this financial community and trying to fight against the corruption and yeah like i said it got really i was in it for about a year and a half it got really really toxic and really stressful and at the moment, it's just a waiting game. Um, my liquidity for that sort of thing has dried up. And I think around February 2021 is when I started looking into NFTs and thinking about it and it being in my in my scope, in my view on the daily. Um, just going to say it right now i'm heavily invested in gamestop and they've been talking about an nft marketplace or having rumors of an nft marketplace for almost a year now and so it's been on my radar um i didn't really dive into it too much until about june or august of 2021 and then as far as the 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 concept that I came up with, it's obviously a conversation on corruption and money and how easy it is now to use cryptocurrency to move money in a nefarious way. Um, previous to this, you know, you'd have to, you'd have to take your money and go to Christie's auction house and buy, 20 million dollars worth of jewels and load those jewels onto your wife or your friend or whatever and load them up in a plane and send them out of the country and then you go to an auction house in that country and sell them and that's how you wash your money but nowadays you can load all of your money onto a thumb drive and take it wherever you need to um so this was kind of a, a conversation about that it's it's evolved a lot since I started. I was originally just going to put out a few one-of-ones and see where it goes. And it took me down an awesome and amazing rabbit hole. It uh, It's grown into something bigger than myself, which was not my initial goal. But as of this week and last week, I restructured my own goals. And it's it's going exactly where it needs to. You know, it's it's kind of funny because I think the first time I saw you in the Twitter space, it had to be about two months ago, somewhere around there, and you had maybe 40 followers or 50 followers or something like that. And, you know, it took me a while to, like, listen to what you had going on to understand your project because I was just kind of like, why is this guy minting fucking washing machines? Like, it, it didn't make <laughs> didn't make any sense to me at first and like the more i hear the story and i understand how it goes and now that you're saying you're punk rock 
like I'm a punk rock guy too. So it 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 all kind of comes full circle, and like it's it's good that you have like a little bit of a storied background behind it. Now, you know, we all talk about the positive sides of cryptocurrency, but it is something that really does happen with cryptocurrency. You know, it it is a way to launder money, and I don't know like if it's if it's some sort of backlash that you've uh you've got from the project or is it something that people really haven't addressed yet have you have you got any people saying like this is stupid you should you shouldn't do stuff like this you're giving uh crypto and nfts a bad name no actually that's a really good question i when i first started out like pitching my project in spaces i was actually afraid to explain my deeper meaning behind it because I didn't want that negativity and uh Dave Dave uh Swinbeck he encouraged me to put it all out there and I everyone's really embraced it. I haven't had any <laughs> I haven't had any hate mail. Um I haven't had any backlash. If if there is, it's been silent. People just don't engage with it if that's the case. All right, so let's let's start talking about the art and how the project is laid out. What's the total amount of pieces that you're going to have in your collection? The official total amount of pieces is 144. It was going to be a 12-week project, minting 12 pieces a week. Um, I'm going to say right now that it's 144-ish, just for full transparency. Excuse me. When I started, I... I minted more than one of one of the first few drops just because I didn't, wasn't familiar with the ecosystem. I wasn't um, solidified in my project plans or goals. Um, so yeah, that was a mistake I made early on. Uh, I've since rectified that and updated my roadmap accordingly. Everything that currently is owned, all the holders will still get, the benefits but there will no, be no more multiples uh in the future aside from like holiday drops and stuff i have like a christmas tree one that has 10 pieces total you know now we kind of live in almost the land of 10,000 piece collections now was the idea behind doing the 144 pieces or the 12 pieces dropped for 12 weeks was it more of you wanted to do a smaller, more intimate collection or you being a chef? I mean, I know you guys work crazy amounts of hours. Was it just time restrictions or what What was the reasoning for doing such a, a tiny little project? Well, at first it was, yes, time restrictions. And I wasn't, at the time, I wasn't fully confident that people would get it or embrace it. So I didn't want to put, too so much work into into that side of it and also um i, I don't know if i can handle trying to make ten thousand washing machines to be completely honest uh i want this project to be able to to grow within the brand but also have little offshoots here and there so i didn't want to be um confined in in the in the four walls of a washing machine so to speak that's so funny man like the washing machine thing still makes me laugh when i see it but now that i like under understand it like 
uh, one of my one of my friends like we we look at projects and sometimes we see some weird ones as we go through uh, especially when i ask people like drop their nfts we see some weird ones once in a while and yours the first time i saw it not gonna lie it stuck out to me and uh I'm, I'm glad i got to know you and talk to you about it because if i didn't i'd be like i don't know what the hell is on this guy's mind right now <laughs> yeah i'm really glad too um when i first started too i was trying to think of a, a brand or a name for the project and a lot of what I was seeing is things starting with the word crypto or crypto laundry. I was like, no, that's not it. I was, and then right before I started minting, I was going to be crypto coin laundry. And I just simplified it to coin laundry because it just made more sense for me because of the, the art style and the direction I was heading. So this is your first project that you worked on. Were you toying with any other ideas prior to doing the, the money laundering uh, theme? Or was this, you were like, this is what I'm doing and this is what I'm going for. And I'm just going to say, you know, DIY punk style, I'm going for it. Yeah, no, great question. I uh, I didn't really have any other ideas. Um, this kind of landed in my brain and I couldn't shake it. It was... It was it was an earworm that turned into a brainworm, I guess you could say. And when I figured out, I knew I wanted to do something that started a conversation about the shitty parts of crypto. Um, this was also conceptualized during the whole, the first wave of the bored apes craze. Um, I did. I know. I knew I didn't want to do a traditional humanoid uh profile picture project and my background my art background and my like art my visual um taste is in pop art and it just made a lot of sense to take something so absolutely fucking mundane and jazz it up so have you been working with any other projects and doing collaborations i know when i was going through uh, your artwork. I saw you have a Scurpy machine. So, are are there any other people that you're working with to try to? I know you have a, you have an Occupy one, but Scurpy is the one that kind of stuck out to me as an, another project that we have in the NFT space. Yeah, I do. O officially, I don't think I've done any true collaborations. Um, I'm working on. I've I've got something on the schedule with Comard. I have something scheduled with uh, Dismayland. I do have some like more, tri I would call them tribute pieces or fan art pieces that I just did um, as a way to disconnect from my own project and kind of show uh, appreciation. Like I have a Beluga, a Beluga Bay that I, <laughs> I was really happy with and really proud of. It's a, uh, it's one of his Belugas, but it's, <laughs> it's its skin is removed as if they were if it if as if it was a sweatsuit and its bones are exposed and it's putting its own skin into the washing machine. I was really happy with that one. Um, I did one for Mega Retro where one of his glass potion bottles is in the shape of a washing machine, and it's called a Clean Money Elixir. Um, and I just gave those away as gifts. Um, Mega actually encouraged me to sell one and I was really happy that he, that he said that, um, 
But yeah, those were those those three were mostly just um tribute pieces, appreciation pieces. I wouldn't be where I am right now without people like Beluga and Mega and Creative Owls for sure. Sorry about that, I got rubbed. Can you guys hear me? Yes, we can. Everybody, um, you know, Twitter space. So, did did you lose connection too, or are we all good? Can we continue? I'm good. I can hear both. both All right, awesome. Sorry about that. You know, we don't have Jack Dorsey anymore, so things get a little hairy. Yeah. Fucking we should go just in a while, right, Sub? So, um. Sorry about that. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about the utility that you're going to have incorporated into the project? Yes, of course. Um, at the moment, the, the immediate utility is the plan is set for when we're halfway sold on the first phase. So at about 72, 70, 70 holder, 72 to 75 holders. Um, I'm going to be releasing an airdrop that's going to be it's going to be called a claim ticket. It's going to look like a a pickup ticket for a laundromat and that will be good to claim one 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 of one print of each NFT that you own. I'm also going to give the option to uh I've got a meeting with a with a buddy that's local to me that does 3D printing. And we are going to work out. I've got a design already done. Um, but you can either get the screen print or you can get a 3D printed coin bank um, that looks like your NFT. So like a piggy bank, but it looks like a washing machine. So that's the immediate utility. Down the road, each NFT will act as a governance token for um, like scaling operations in the future. I've got a lot of ideas to boost the brand forward and kind of have offshoot brands. So maybe like a a sister project or um, like, sorry, sorry for the, sorry for the silence. Um, I really want to create a service industry within the NFT space, which is, kind of sounds wild and conceptual but i'm i'm looking for people like-minded that can onboard onto the project because i myself am an artist and like i said i've been a chef for 20 20 years and i don't have the it side of it so the things that i have in my head although they're doable i do not know how to execute them so basically we're going to create a coin op brand that provides services for other projects and that could create passive income in the future. Kind of cool idea, almost like, uh, I guess like a Craigslist, like a Craigslisting, I guess. Kind of, uh, think more like just distribution. Um, I don't want to talk about it too much because like I said, it's just me right now. I don't have any devs. I don't have any, project managers um these are just hopes for the future but right now immediate utility is <laughs> you get a one-of-one print or a 3d printed uh piggy bank 
Um, there's a private space in the Discord. Um, next week or the week after, I am meeting with a Metaverse architect to build our kind of clubhouse within Spatial. So that claim ticket will also give you access to that clubhouse where we'll have scheduled hangout times and meetups and it'll just be a cool um, exclusive little space to discuss options of moving forward with the brand. I think that's a fair amount of utility that you're providing right off the bat. I think that's, I think you're pretty well, uh, you have a pretty good idea and uh, a guide on which way you want to head. Now, my question to you, with the immediate utility that you're going to have available, what happens if the person doesn't want to be doxxed? I mean, some people in this space, they don't want to be doxxed. What if they don't want you to send something to their house because they want to remain anonymous? Is there something that you would do to substitute the uh, specific print that you would send to their house? Absolutely. That's, that's fair. Um, I don't mind doxing myself because I feel like that's a good way to gain credibility. But I understand if someone else wants to remain anonymous. Um, in that case, I would probably just work with that person and provide them with something. Um, maybe it's an airdropped NFT that's like a commission type piece or something like that. That's pretty cool. I like that. Uh, my, myself personally, I like to remain anonymous um, just for myself personally. It's not that I dislike anybody, but um, you know, I just want to kind of stay under the radar. Um, I was looking on your OpenSea page, and, and it was saying a little bit here that you're going to have um, access to a vault. What What is this vault that you're talking about? <laughs> I knew that was coming. Um, that is going to be a space in within the Metaverse environment that is going to be kind of hard to find. It's not going to be apparent um, right away. So you're going to have to, whoever gets access to the clubhouse um, also obviously has access to the vault, but they got to find it. And once you know where it is, it's easy to find. And the vault is just going to have a lot of like uh, a lot of my process and notes and concept sketches and things of that nature. Um, it'll also be kind of like the, you know, meet me in the back kind of <laughs> area. Understood. So uh, today we're talking with Coin Laundry NFT, a really cool polygon project kind of showcasing the dark side and the dirty side of uh, cryptocurrency and uh, just fun to talk to somebody that kind of puts a little bit of a negative twist on things playing a little bit of devil's advocate here uh, you know it's not always all sunshine and rainbows in crypto sometimes things could get a little dirty and i'd be like your uh your publicist guy was that good enough yeah that was pretty close I, uh, <laughs> I, I introduced a new character to the coin laundry uh universe this week and his name's charlie and he he works the front the front when the bell rings he gets angry all right <laughs> that's a good guy to have you need you need a bouncer so i'm gonna let's talk about the elephant in the room let's talk about what happened with OpenSea earlier today um how how would that have affected you with your project um would have that been pretty detrimental towards you 
Yeah, I mean, at this point, I would I would say not as detrimental as it was to to other projects that were further along. I actually woke up this morning at five o'clock and I was in the middle of writing a really beautiful description for a fresh mint at five oh five and I couldn't do it. Um so that's how I found out, which is interesting. But for me personally and for my project, it wouldn't have affected me that much because I only have um, two collections in my account and I would have pivoted to make the the co- the first collection that I have, which has 57 pieces in it at the moment. Um, I would have made that my original collection and then just done two more drops after that. Um, I think it would have boosted... Had I been uh, stuck separating my collections, I think it would have boosted value for my original 57 holders. Um, So, no, it wouldn't have affected me as much. Uh, I do have trust issues now because, like I said in the beginning, being from the, the stock market side of things, like, you don't really ever recover trust from a head fake like that, like, now I know that they can do whatever the fuck they want, whenever they want. So, uh, yeah, I've got my, got my, uh, my magnifying glass out on them now. Yeah. I think it's pretty scary that they just kind of made the decision out of the blue and there was no, um, leading up to it. There was no foreshadowing or anything. It was just five o'clock in the morning. Fuck you guys. This is what we're doing. We're not discussing this. And, uh, now I've seen that they kind of retracted what they're doing, but, I think the damage was done. I think a lot of people kind of lost a lot of faith in what they have because, you know, if they could make that decision so quickly, then what's saying that three weeks down the road, they might do something even worse or maybe not as worse, but that's still going to affect. I think it's just, it's some really crazy stuff. If they would have done an announcement a month out and said, look, we're having a change of our terms of service in a month, um, you know, prepare your projects accordingly. That's one thing, but to do just an instantaneous, you know, switcheroo on people is kind of bullshit. Yeah. Or even something that like creators could sign, like would that, that would have been helpful. So what types of ideas are you going to be tossing around in the metaverse? Is there anything specific that you have uh, as far as functionality goes with your project in the metaverse? Um, yeah, I'm hesitant to, to reveal some of these ideas, but it also... Some of my ideas revolve around uh, VR units and also augmented reality. Um, an idea I had, which I'm going to put it out to this room to, to, to get feedback on to see if it's even possible, but I think it would be really, really awesome to be able to lock the NFT to a, like a geolocation. So stay with me here. <laughs> So if I had an NFT of a washing machine, let's say I'd create a 3D model of it. If I can place that at specific coordinates on Earth so that the buyer um, holds the image in their wallet of the NFT, but let's say they have augmented reality glasses and they walk down to the New York Stock Exchange and then 
through their glasses, they see a washing machine sitting outside the, the, the NYSE. How badass would that be? I would think that I was taking hallucinogenics and it was 10 years ago. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> no, that would be pretty cool. I, I, I think the idea is really cool. I mean, the metaverse is giving us the ability to do a, th- a lot of things that we never really thought were possible. I mean, um, even like the small things like concerts, you know, the fact that we could do concerts in the metaverse and you don't necessarily have to travel to major cities to see who's playing. Or I think even like, you know, like there's cool things I think that you could experiment to in, in, the metaverse that I maybe I wouldn't necessarily do. So here's here's something that I think would interest me in the metaverse. I put on my Oculus, I'm walking through the metaverse, I walk to a piece of property and I see people doing like slam poetry. I mean I would never go out of my way in my normal life to go drive somewhere to watch a slam poetry presentation. But right. I would I would probably do it in the metaverse because you know, I don't have to leave my home. If I don't like it, I could just shut it off. I don't have to feel like I'm being rude by like walking into a place and walking right back out. So I, I just kind of like the, the whole idea that you could kind of dip and dab. And- yeah, for sure. And like in real life, I'm, I am, and I'm, I was, and I am pretty active in like the makerspace community. Um, with my art and with what I've done, I do apparel sometimes too. I screen print and all that stuff. But um, to have a metaverse makerspace where people could come together and create art would also be really badass. What's your favorite movie that's involved um, or, or television show that has uh, money laundering involved in it? Hmm. My knee-jerk reaction is probably Breaking Bad. Have an A1 um, day. But I... It's not money laundering, but it's, like, shitty money dealings. And probably The Big Short is really good, too. So, are you working on a website? And um, if so, when is it going to be ready? Uh, I am working on a website. I have a friend locally that is helping me out when's it going to be ready is i don't want to make any promises i'm going to say a month and a half just to give me some padding stay tuned for more updates all right that's cool uh when i went on your link tree you had a a virtual gallery built in is that the only one that you're a part of and also were you uh, i i went in there briefly because my computer was acting up a little bit but were you a part of the Polygon Summit, and did you have your art showcased in there as well? I did, and yes, I did. And it was a really great experience. Um, the first time I was in uh, the Metaverse or in Spatial was on New Year's Eve, and the next day I went out and bought an Oculus. Um, the gallery that's in my link tree is, is uh, made through Spatial, and yes, it is the only one that I have right now, but uh, coming soon will be the coin laundry laundromat space. So for people that weren't there this past weekend on Saturday, uh, Creative Alice, had opened up a giant um, spatial metaverse that had hundreds of Polygon artists showcasing their artwork. And 
then you can log in your computer, your phone, or your tablet, and just walk around and check out everybody's uh, everybody's art pieces, and you could have conversations with each other. It was really cool. It was it really was like you were walking through an art gallery, and um, you know he's going to also be holding one on the second of April. Um, so if anybody who wasn't at this past one um, has the chance that day, it's a lot of fun. You get to meet a lot of good people. You get to do some networking within the space. And uh, yeah, it was it was just a, a hell of a lot of fun. And I mean, this 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 community that we have in Polygon was uh, it, it were just incredible people that um, are in this are in this space with us. What what made you choose Polygon as opposed to a different blockchain? Um. Well, like I said, bef when I started this whole journey, I wasn't, um, I hadn't been injected into the community yet, and I also didn't have a lot of money at the time, so the very low gas fees was my um, reason for entry, and then it, almost immediately after, I found the Polygon community, and I, there's, I don't think I can go back. The only, I'm going to say the only piece that I will ever list on Ethereum is there's a washing machine that has the head of a bored ape. And once I, uh, once I have enough Ethereum to pay for gas, I'm going to list it at one ETH because that's funny as hell to me <laughs> if, if it goes... Just put it up for like fifty ETH. Some crazy bastard will buy it. You know. Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> it's it's crazy how many derivative projects they have with the board apes now. I mean, it's like every, everywhere you look, there's a different ape project out. Um. So what what's been the biggest mistake that you've made so far, um, doing this project? And could you share it with us so maybe a new artist that might be in the room doesn't make the same mistake that you did. Yeah, I guess my biggest mistake, I think I said it earlier right now, was early on I I didn't know what direction my project was going. I just jumped in with two feet. Um, planning and organization is absolutely key. Um, if I wouldn't have, if I wouldn't have minted more than one of one, I wouldn't have had to backtrack and having to backtrack and cover cover my cover my tail with words just took more time out of my day where I could have been creating um also education learning you know how to bridge and learning terms and vocabulary it would have been a lot more helpful to learn prior to jumping in head first <laughs> do you have a an extended roadmap kind of planned out for the future or are you going to do um once you get your 144 pieces up do you have any uh, game plan to maybe do a generation two of your of your coin laundry project uh i do have an extended roadmap yes i haven't shared it i i don't think i've even shared it with my community i've shared it with two people and well three my girlfriend <laughs> but two people within the uh, the Twitterverse only because they're more knowledgeable than I, and I needed to ask them if it would work. Um, and they said it would, so I'm working on that. As far as other collections, yeah, I actually have an idea for 
per after the 144 is sold to do a gener generative piece. Um, I think I want to do something with the character Charlie because he's he's pretty badass. Um, I think that would be cool. I do have a side project out there that nobody knows about, and if you find it, you come come find me. <laughs> So how have the sales been so far with the project? Um, and what was your basic, biggest success story um, so far, far sales? Um, sales are, have surpassed my expectations. I think that I've, I've been in the space a couple months, but I've only had um, items minted for, what's the date today? It's 27th. Um, about 34 days was my first mint. Um, Right now, we're trading. My trading volume is 0.5 ETH, which is absolutely mind blowing for me. Like I said, I didn't think that people would embrace it the way that they have. And my biggest win, as far as sales go, are is last week or the week before I sold 10 pieces in one day, and it's almost like every time I look down and check my email, I was had another piece sold. So that's it's really validating that like people are enjoying the art and the message that I'm providing and some of, some of the ideas I come up with are crazy to me and it it's really great that, that people are embracing it that's uh that's really incredible uh you know that that's that's a really nice feeling right every time you check your email there's, a, there's another cell popping in <laughs> you must have been a uh, smile near to ear that day huh Absolutely. And then I guess I'm going to say it's it's kind of a superfluous or um, I, I can't think of the word. Sometimes when I get in these spaces, my like brain thesaurus shuts off. But uh, superficial, that's the word. Um, but since I started Twitter with this account... I had I had a first Twitter that got shut down because I I did some sharing between my personal Twitter and my professional Twitter and so they shut that down and so I started this Twitter on January 2nd and since so in 25 days I have over 1200 followers which is absolutely insane uh I thank each and every one of you in here for that yeah, there's a the community we have here is absolutely incredible. Um, you know, big big shout out to all of the all of the leaders that run these spaces. You know, Beluga, Dave, Soma, Emily, Creative Elves, Mega Retro. You know, all, all you guys, you, you're you're awesome. You know, we got Trip Trip, we got Spooky. If I'm leaving anybody out, I'm gonna feel like a total jerk. Um, but owls. Yeah, <laughs> Oh, creative! I said creative, didn't I? Well, if I didn't say creative vowels, you're 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 the best one out of all of them, creative vowels. But <laughs> I, I, yeah, but it's it's just fantastic. So, what what do you think is more important to an NFT project? Is it the art or is it the community backing the art? Well, I would say if there isn't a community, that then you're just creating art for yourself, right? Yeah, I would think so. So how much have these Twitter spaces helped you evolve your project and grow? I think a lot. I think 
I if I <laughs> if I didn't dedicate all of my phone's battery to Twitter spaces, I don't think I would have seen the growth I have. I don't always talk in all of them, but the nature of my job is that I can always listen. So I spend the majority of my day at least listening to Twitter spaces, like with an earbud in. And so I think that visibility has really helped me. So we're talking with Coin Laundry here. Um, if you guys haven't already, please follow him here on Twitter. Um, fantastic project. Really nice guy. And, uh, you know, he's one of our Polygon family. So if you haven't followed him yet, please make sure you do. If you have a question or you want to just give a shout out, raise your hand. I'll bring you up to the box and we could talk to our good friend here. Um, now, I know you're a chef, right? So I am. Yeah. Is at any point in time you think of maybe doing a food-based NFT project? I did, but I'm also I've also been a chef for 20 years, so I think I've done enough creation with food where I don't really need to blend the two worlds. Oh my goodness! If I was getting rubbed again, we're good. Um, when I was going through your link tree, I, I don't know if you're aware of this, but um, when I click on your Discord, I couldn't get linked into your Discord. Is there an issue with it? Oh, um, no. Thank you for for telling me. I It might be that I set the Discord link for a seven-day expiration instead of a 28-day. Okay. But All right. I'll, I'll fix that as soon as I can. Maybe I can do it right now. All right. So... Um, has the downtrend in the cryptocurrency market affected your sales in either a positive or a negative way? Um, I don't think so. I dropped a mini drop early this week and I sold half of them. I sold three out of six right away. I think that at least for, for my work, it's, and for a lot of my friends' work, it's it's buying season right now. Like people are buying the dip, and I love it because once we get back to normal, uh, you know, normal price targets, it it's just gonna go up, sitting in the wallet. <laughs> well, right now, you know, with ETH being down and everything like that, it's kind of like. Uh... No, it's like a clearance sale for a lot of these NFTs. and Absolutely. I think that's something that a lot of people kind of take advantage of. I mean, you, you, they, don't, they don't run like on parallel cycles or, or opposing cycles, but crypto and uh, NFTs definitely run on like uh, differing cycles. So it's, it's cool to see that when the market's down, you know, we could really like NFTs become a little bit more affordable for us. Right. And like, to tie this back into kind of my project at large, it um, when I see crypto down, that shows me that someone in the stock market space is deleveraging um, or they need to cover their ass. So when I see crypto going down, that makes me excited to watch the, the, the charts because something's about to happen. So where do you see Coin Laundry NFT 
one year from now? Where do you, where do you, well, obviously it's going to be sold out, but where, where do you see like progress and stuff going? One year from now, um, my goal personally is to be able to do this full time. So, like I said, expanding the brand into more of a service, a metaverse service industry structure. So we will absolutely create more collections, but they are going to be stuck around a similar theme. Um, I, I personally like the household objects uh, visual theme. It's something that everyone can identify with. And I don't know. I'm, I think I make them look cool, to be honest with you. So a year from now, I will still be working on coin laundry. And as far as, as goals, I will hopefully be working on coin laundry full time. Are you doing merchandise as well, like t-shirts and stuff? I am. That link is in my link tree. Uh, I have three designs right now. And it's about 32 items. I've got t-shirts and coffee mugs and stickers. I know people love stickers, especially punk rockers like us. Um, and there's one in there that I, I is super tongue-in-cheek, but it's a duffel bag. So you can fit all the dirty money in there you want. That's pretty cool. That's That's kind of a good idea that you play into the project. I mean... I don't really see too many projects marketing duffel bags, but it's, it's a pretty cool idea. I like it. And for each of the each of the designs, there's also a polo shirt because um, in in our Discord, I call all the holders. They get a, an associate role, so they're associates of Coin Laundry. So I got uh, about one or two more questions before we wrap it up or we bring it to the floor if anybody has any questions and wants to come up. And then I guess we'll uh, we'll leave the space open a little bit um, for anybody that wants to, um, you know, talk about your project. If you want to air out some, uh, some negative energy that you face today um, and, you know, just get it out of your system if you feel like yelling a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's good. We need to we need some stress relief. So are are you capable yourself of creating a smart contract uh if need be uh like what we're kind of facing with the whole open OPT debacle today? Not at this immediate moment, but I will be. Okay. See that right there? I think that's a little bit concerning. I think I think that uh you know, I think I think we're we're having to learn a little bit too quick, and I don't know if enough of the um, educational aspects of crypto and, and NFTs are really out there yet for people to get involved. And, and I think it's super important that we get this education into the NFT space and into crypto so people could get this mass adopted. This is going to be the future. Uh, without a doubt in my mind, NFTs are going to be a large part of the future. What what other than the art portion of NFTs? What's the one thing that you're most excited about to see uh, turn into an NFT and, and be adapted into our everyday life? Hmm. Turn into an NFT. I like the idea of concert tickets. Um, I like the idea of almost like a 
certificate of authenticity. Like if I bought a big piece of art from, like if I bought a huge painting from Shepard Fairey, it would be awesome to have an NFT that says, that's tied to it. That says that this is real. This was made by Obey himself. And it, no one can dispute that. Hey, what's up, Chewie? Do you have a question or a comment for Corn Laundry? Yeah, I love listening to what you got going on, dude. I think it's a, a real cool approach. I love the artwork. The, the whole project just has me excited. Um, I've been sitting over here checking out everything you got going on on Twitter and stuff. And I mean, I'm excited to see how things go. I did want to touch on the one comment about the smart contract stuff. If you ever do need help with anything smart contract wise, um, I know that we talked earlier uh, in a space about what's going on and stuff. And I just wanted to say that like, you know, our project and stuff, we're more than willing to put that information out there and, and help you in any way to, to, you know, put you in a position where you could put together a smart contract. So if we can help you in any way, shape, or form, just feel free to reach out. That's awesome, dude. Thank you so much. Uh, I believe you say it, Alonia. Alonia. Al You're up if you have a question for Coin Laundry. All right, we'll come back to you. Uh, blockchain. Blockchain. You're up. Thank you. Thank you. I wanted to say hi to Coin Laundry. Uh, I read one of your posts uh, earlier this week where you spoke about uh, physical unlockables. Uh, the question is, did, did you coin the term or where did you hear it? Because uh, when I came into this space, I was thinking about the tokenization of everything. Uh, but when I heard or, or read your post about uh, physical unlockables, I, I mean, this guy coined it perfectly. So I wanted to ask you about physical unlockables and, and how do you plan to use them in your project? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I don't think I coined the term. I just think it's um, it's more of a how how I how how the word plays out in my mind, like how it makes the most sense to me. Tying something in the in real life to an NFT. Um, I actually just pinned a post about this this mini drop that I'm doing. I have six physical paintings uh, that I've done myself in my studio, and I'm using the imagery from that painting, translating it to my NFT project. And when you buy this NFT, I will send you this painting. Um, I really like that idea because it, it absolutely proves ownership and it, it, it carries on for, it could, it could carry on for longer than the piece is actually in existence, which I think is a really interesting concept, but I think this is going to be kind of what Dave said earlier, kind of more of the future of NFTs where we can get efficiency down if we can get efficiency down to a point where people are using NFTs as, as receipts or as deeds to their houses or titles to their cars, like 
it's going to be, it's, it's already revolutionary, but it's going to revolutionize so many more industries. It's awesome. I took the term, uh, put it in my profile, uh, pitch to a company and a client uh, today. Uh, so so I, I'm using it and, and I wanted to say I'm an admirer. I follow you and it's great seeing what's happening to you, uh, seeing you sell uh, like you do. It's incredible. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. So if anybody else has any questions or uh, comments and you want to come up, raise your hand. Um, so I got I got two more for you before we kind of wrap things up here. All right. Uh, let me bring up Chronic Cats real quick. Do you own any um, Do you own any NFTs yourself? <laughs> uh, yes, I do. Um, I am a huge proponent for supporting your community so a lot of not a lot i would say maybe 60 percent of what i've sold so far has gone back into the polygon ecosystem uh i don't want to i don't think i have a account off the top of my head but i probably have 60 ish individual nfts at the moment not including my own that's pretty awesome and that's really what it's all about you know supporting your community People look out for you. You look out for them. I, I just, I just love that, man. I, I think that, I think that's exactly what this is all about. And when one of us succeeds, all of us succeed. And that, that's really what being a, we're a big team, is what we are. We're a big, we're a big polygon machine. Uh, and to, to touch on that a little bit, a little bit more, just that's kind of the reason why my first collection here is kind of small, because. It's it's so small that it's obviously not a money grab. So right now I'm just trying to build brand awareness, build a community, bring on board my friends, <laughs> and and try and rock it into the future. I absolutely love it. Hey, Chronic Cats, do you have something for Coin Laundry? And then we're going to get to Dave. Chronic Cats has left the building. Dave, what's going on, man? Evening all. Um, I actually wanted to ask Coin Laundry um, a question. I also wanted to give a little pitch because I don't do it all that often. Um, but but Coin Laundry, um, I spent some time trying to convince you to embrace the not the dark like the darker side of money essentially, which is which is you were worried about being focused on crypto heavily, right? And and actually there's always been a nefarious side to money. But like, you know, since as long as we've been about, money's been dodgy. Um so yeah, like what what was like the key driver like outside of my influence, what was like the key thing that encouraged you to get behind them? Um just being like true to myself and my project, like it was difficult to hide my intent and it was difficult to pitch a project that whose, whose intent was hidden. It's uh, it, it was, it was obvious after our, after our talks and talks with others, like it's not as controversial as I thought it was. And if it is, then it's controversial for the right reason. Well, I think yeah, perfect, perfect answer, and I'm glad that you you you've 
you've stood behind your values and motivators for the project and and i think that's one of the, the big reasons for your early success and that will only drive you further forward thank right. you dave so we're going to go to chronic cats then we're going to hit ntbxp and then we're gonna wrap up the ama and then we're gonna open this up to anybody that has an nft project and would like to talk about what they have going on if you would like to um, air some grievances about what happened today with OpenSea and uh, you know say your little piece you have the opportunity to do that as well if you just want to come up and say hi that works as well so we'll stay open for about another hour after the uh, AMA concludes but we'll go over to Chronic Cat oh what am I doing sorry I just got in oh you came up to the speaker box I thought you wanted to say something to Corn Laundry Sorry, yeah, I just got in. I didn't realize. Okay, all right. Well, um, that one. Well, you 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 said something about talking about OpenSea. I just want to say, um, today OpenSea uh punched my grandmother right in the mouth, um, and then he and then stole her handbag. So, um, I've been dealing with that. I'm sorry. I haven't been in the space. I had to file police support and everything. I just want you to know. I mean, OpenSea is a dirty, dirty MFR. I'm punching grandmas in the face. All right. Well, let's 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 not talk about grandmas right now. NTBXP, do you have anything for Coin Laundry before we wrap up the AMA? I sure do, man. I'm glad I made it. I'm. Uh, I was tying a few things up so I could jump in. I had to be here for this. Um, I got to hear something. I can't wait. Are you guys are? Oh, dope. You guys are are recording. That's awesome. Um, yeah. Well, first, I'm just gonna spend uh, uh like maybe 30 seconds hyping up Coin. I'm sure you guys have already done a fair share of it because Coin is awesome. But his project is probably one of the ones like. I think I turned the notifications on almost instantly because I knew I didn't want to miss a beat. Like I just wanted to see how such a unique idea for a project was going to unfold. And it turns out that not only is the project interesting, but the creator is, is equally as awesome and, and cool to talk to. One of the coolest guys I've met in this space in terms of like being there as a, as someone to brainstorm with, like just bounce ideas off of and, and kind of like just generate creativity. Really cool. Um, but yeah, so that's my piece on, on that coin. You're awesome, dude. If I were to ask a question, uh, it would be interesting to hear your thoughts on like how you would like to handle collaborations in the future. Cause I know that you're like, as far as I know, you're, you're open to the idea, but like, if you were to take on collaborations, what kind of collaborations would you aim to add to your routine? Uh, yeah. Does that question make sense? Absolutely. That's a really great question really great question because i absolutely love collaborating but in this space it's a little um hard to navigate so something that i thought about actually yesterday as far as moving forward with collaborations i think it would be a really great idea to brainstorm together gather a thought then each of us make our side of the thought and then we swap files and then finish each other's work does that make sense 
I hadn't actually ever considered that idea somehow. For sure, that sounds like an awesome idea because normally when you collaborate, people are either making just like one thing or each of you is making one thing in your own style, which is like the pretty typical way people do like art trades and stuff. But to actually start something like both do half and then swap and do the other half, you would create such weird and awesome stuff from that. Like it would be a complete mixture. It's two two separate entities that are a complete mixture of each other's styles. Uh, that just right. blew my mind. Then, Thank you. <laughs> and then you don't have to you don't have to worry about splitting any revenue. You each have your own, and and you move forward from there. But as far yeah. as collaborating with anybody, right now I hang, I think I have three on my list that I need to get done. But if anybody wants to start a collab or um, give insight to the project or even just spitball one night, um, I'm down. Shoot me a DM. Uh, after this space, I will update my link tree. I Apparently, my Discord link is broken, so I will fix that as soon as we're done here. Thanks, man. I really appreciate your answer. That gave me a good insight on how you feel about collaborations. Love that. Good job tonight, buddy. You're rocking. Thanks, Thanks Nate. Last and not least, bots of cog. Do you have something for coin laundry? And then we will all, uh, if you'd like, shill your projects and uh, shit on OpenSea if you'd like. So we're gonna do some shilling and some shitting on people. Hey, uh, coin. Uh, good job here. Congrats. Uh, um, I just wanted to ask you one question. If you're willing to answer it, you don't have to. Uh, what was your alias when you were painting walls? Uh, that's actually kind of funny. I don't know if he's in here, but um, I was actually called Drips, <laughs> which is another creator within the Polygon space. Uh, when I started, I was a teenager and I hung out with the old, the old kids, the the naughty kids, and my hand style was really shitty and it was really drippy. So they gave me the nickname Drips, and I just started throwing that up everywhere. All right. Well. Coin Laundry, I want to thank you for coming out, giving us an hour of your time. Uh, really cool project. Follow Coin Laundry here. He's going to update that Discord link. Make sure you join his Discord once that's all up and running. Give the man a follow. Check out his uh, check out his artwork. It's a very small collection, so um, you know, pick up something while you can or while they're still available. I want to wish you the best of luck. Don't be a stranger. You're here anyway a lot, but uh, yeah, don't be a stranger anyway, all right, bud. For sure. Thank you so much. This was really fun. Lots of great questions. Thank you, Dave. Thank you, Aiden. Thanks for everyone who asked questions and hung out with me for an hour. It was great.